0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Above the Ice and Into the Numbers. You got your boys, David, Christian, and Julian here. How are y'all feeling?
1: Well, you know, um, I was doing better before that game last night. <laughs> uh, I actually thought the Leafs were playing pretty good hockey, but um, yeah, how about you, Chris? How are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm doing good. Um, I'm going to actually hijack this intro. So, oh, wow, it's Wednesday. I think Julian knows what Wednesday means. So, I'm throwing out the first blindside in podcast history because it is Survivor Wednesday so Forever I'm doing a blindside here. Wow.
0: Wow. Okay, so for <laughs> all of you who can't see, Christian walked in wearing a Maple Leafs hat. Yeah. And he just took it off and now he has a Golden Knights hat on. Yeah.
2: And that shows my feelings. This would have worked better last week. But now it still works. You're just a huge Robin Leonard fan. Wow. Love me some Robin Leonard. Shout out wow. last night. Wow.
0: Well, I mean, I can't blame you. Nah, I mean, okay, Leafs lose five two to the San Jose Sharks. Martin Jones played very well, and so did Jack Campbell. The Leafs weren't perfect. They, I would not even say they were good. They got shot out team. They got outshot eighteen to six in the second period. Yeah. However, I- they were still getting some high danger chances. Like they were. It's not like they were completely dead in the water. They scored twice. But it wasn't necessarily a game that instilled, you know, a lot of confidence. I guess. But also, I don't think it took much away. I'm I'm not exactly disheartened by this. It's just, you know, you, you hope to stretch out the gap between you and the Panthers as much as possible. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree because, yeah, after,
1: like, the loss of last night, I didn't feel, like, defeated. I still think they can bounce back, hopefully get the next two wins against L.A. and Anaheim. But, um, yeah, I think it's definitely a game that Martin Jones kind of stole. Obviously, Evander Kane was good as well, but... um. You know, hopefully the Leafs could bounce back and still get the points before they come back home.
2: We're ignoring the main fact that Martin Brinson has a three-game point streak. Yeah. I... hottest <laughs> hmm. the player on the team right now? My Slovakian son. Marty. I went the to Slovakian g- I went to the game on Saturday, and of course he scored the winning goal, because of why not? That Yeah, that
0: crossbar must have been the nicest ring you've ever heard I, I, in that I, arena. It was
2: like right at the start of the period, so like... My friend wasn't back in his seat yet, and like nobody was back in their seat yet, so everyone missed it. So you just have like 5,000 fans just walking in, like, Whoa, Martin Martin, Marinch, yeah. And I was even like, I was still looking at my phone, and I I heard the crossbar, and he looks up and
0: and he sees number 52 skating the other giraffe on the team (laughs) just tapping a puck in,
2: yeah. Oh my god, exactly what I saw. Speaking uh, of
0: giraffes, Pierre Engvall is something that I wanted to touch upon. Okay. Because he's been bothering me.
2: Just his life in general? or
0: <laughs> His play as of recent. Um, I find he's really gotten into a habit of when he gets the puck in his own zone, he turns back or he passes it back. It's like, you know what the Leafs do on the power play? Yeah. That yeah. terrible drop pass. I that they hate. See, I don't them. mind that though. Like on, on, at Even strength, I don't mind that because... Even I, strength, I don't mind that on a power play when yeah, yeah. you yeah. intentionally... Because you're wasting time. You're wasting
2: time, and you make it. But an odd, an they drop it like four times. Favor. Ideally, the NHL would be a fun league where teams try to attack the whole game, but that's not what this league is. Nope. Nope. So, if you could cycle back and retain possession, I'd rather do that and just give away possession.
0: But here's the thing with Pierre Engvall, is he's been doing that, and then giving it away, in his yeah, own end not, or in the, the initial it's zone. Just, it's not yeah. exactly, and I. I just, oh, see, I just see a lot of the younger Leafs doing that. I don't know if it's something they have them do in the Marlies that works, but it's just not working at this level. I cannot stand. Even on the penalty kill, he'll get it, be ready to dump it, and then turn back to try and waste more time. I, I kind like of like that. When it works, it works. But when it doesn't, it's That's like a Chelsea seriously deck. bad. Yeah, no, I think
1: there's a yeah, lot of power play. <laughs> there's a lot of power plays that have been wasted just because of that draw pass alone. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. um, like Engvall, he's made some... Not only is he not...
0: I know it's a weird player to pick on, it's just something that's been bothering me, so I figured I'd bring it up. He's got 15 points in 45 games. Yeah. He slowed down a bit, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fourth liner. What do you expect? Yeah. Yep. 1.5 mil.
2: Yeah.
1: I still like him, though. He's all right.
0: Mitch Marner. Great. With some magic last night. Pretty he good. He scored goal, for yeah. the first time in 80, 80 years. <laughs> nice goal, least, but it, I'm, I'm still mad at him. Why?
2: I don't know. I just don't like him. For taking a lot of money? No, not even that. I just don't like his play. Like, you just don't like him, man? I don't know. When I went like I went to go watch the game live, and that was probably the most detailed game I watched all year, obviously, because I was there. For sure. And I watched the whole game. I feel like there's not that same spark when he has the puck. Like last year, every time he had the puck, I was like, something could happen here. Now I'm just like, okay, he's going to skate in, he's going to turn back, he's going to try to pass it, it's going to hit a skate, and it's going to go out of the zone. Do you, do you think that's because Mitch Marner has almost become predictable? I definitely think he has become predictable. That's a great point. I think he's become predictable in that he's
0: always going to pass. Yep. No like, matter what. Seriously. Because when he's in these sort of slumps where he's still putting up, like, almost a point per and game. And that's what I said. That was per. my
2: thing because I brought it up last week. Mm-hmm. He had a terrible game against Vancouver, I think, but, got an, but got an assist on an empty netter, and he finishes the game with a point. Yeah,
0: yep. so
2: plus, like, And
0: plus two. And a plus two because... Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews. <sighs> I don't know. Um, yeah, it's strange. When he gets into these sort of funks, he just seems to try and do everything and then pass it off at the last second for Matthews for a tap-in. And it's so predictable because A, he has two people on him, and B, the other three players on the ice for the opposing team are on Matthews, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I feel like there are other options for him to spread the puck out, and he just he's not doing that. When when Mitch Marner's at his best, literally everybody on the ice becomes a threat because he can just set them up for a tap-in. Yeah, that's how. That's what he is at his best is he's a little water bug who's going to weave through you and can scare around your zone three times. Yeah. No. But then when he's... I don't even want to say he's playing poorly. He's just not himself.
2: Yeah. Well, when was the last time he had, like, a big Mitch game? You know, like... Carolina. Literally. <laughs> Seriously, though. That might be the last time. Like... The five-point game. When, he, when he's insane, he can just take over a game. Yeah. But then when he's off, it's just, you can you notice it so much. Like, it, it doesn't look like...
0: You know, look at the points he had he's last He's been year. steady. We had two goals against Florida. He's
2: still on a higher point per game than he was last year, which is insane. Which is crazy. I don't understand. That's how, that's how talented he is. I mean, he's kind of falling off now. What is, he, is he like still 10 points over his games? yes uh, Yeah. Hold on. Nine points. Nine points. Nine points over his game. Okay. He was like 60, 65 points in 56 games. Yeah. That's still like a almost 100-point pace. But yeah. yeah. I just... I don't know. Again, I feel like that has to do with he has those one-point games where he does terrible. And then he has like those five point games where he goes off, but I feel like he rarely gets zero points, which is something. Like, yeah, I mean that's well, still that's still. I mean,
0: g- it's still impressive that if if like if we're gonna rag on him for getting assists on empty netters, then Zach Hyman, you know. Zach Hyman, yeah, but Zach. <laughs> Hyman, Grant, granted, he'll take a shot to the stomach. Is Zach is Zach
2: Hyman making eleven million? And he'll not ta- yet. And and he'll take a shot not to the yet. stomach, not and yet. then yet. skate
0: out and somehow get the puck for the empty net. God, I love him so much. I Zach love-
1: Hyman is just awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's the best.
2: Like am I the really only one getting kind of bored with Minor? I feel like. Well, I think N- it's- I'm not, because he's super talented
0: and he's ours and he's gonna get better. But like b- the thing is, He's still got a lot of learning. They're, they're not they're not these
2: world beaters yet because they're 22 and 23. But I feel like he has to get better in different areas. Yeah, and he will. He's 22. I don't know. He I- will. I, I don't. See- but he. he- I I can't It's cuz con- we we want it no, all now. But I can't consider you one of the best players in the league if you can't score more than 15 goals. Oh, do I track. think
0: he's overpaid. Yeah.
2: For sure overpaid.
0: Of course. I think but we all I think all we three are, are are we
2: overvaluing are. assists?
0: Um depends on the kind of assists. Cuz here's the thing. Mark Shifley his breakout season I wasn't that sold on him yet because half of his assists that year were secondary. Yeah. They weren't primary, right? And but then he Proves me wrong the next couple of years because he's been a consistent yeah. beast. Like, that guy's an all, a superstar in this league. Awesome. Mark Shifley. B- but he's also 27.
2: All I'm saying is, like, value-wise, would you rather have a player like Marner who puts up 90 points but only scores 20 goals, or a player like Nylander who might only get 70 points but might get 35 goals? It's You know, it's a tough call because, like, how how many... I'm sorry, goals? Mark
0: Shifley is 26. How many goals would
1: you... Um, make Marner responsible for Austin Matthews?
0: Like, would you say... I would say, even though every number and every metric showed that Tavares was carrying Marner last year, those were the easiest goals he scored in his career. Yes. Because of Marner.
2: But, I don't know, I feel like everyone...
0: And I don't think Matthews is on this pace without Mitch Marner either.
2: Yes, but everyone can pass the Austin Matthews. Like, let's be honest here. Every player could pass Austin Matthews. Of course. Not many players could score... Like Austin Matthews, you know what I mean? I agree with that. No, though. I do
0: think there's more value in goals than assists. That's why Austin Matthews should undoubtedly getting be getting paid more than Mitch and, Marner. And also yes. But yeah. I when you're putting up sixty eight assists in a season. Yeah. He when he's at his best, he is gen he is the quarterback.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. on but the ice. He generates the most. We talk about what Marner generates for Austin Matthews. But we don't talk what does about he create individual. But we don't talk about what he takes away from Austin Matthews. And hear me out here. Okay. How many times is there a play where Matthews has two guys on him, and Marner tries to make that pass anyways? Now it's because they don't respect Marner's shot. If Marner could shoot, that would draw people would actually have to cover him, and that would make Matthews more open by comparison because it'd be a player to have to cover Marner, mm. and that would create more goals for Matthews. No, or, even, or even more goals. Or even Marner. more goals for yeah, ne- money.
0: had that problem too. Yes, where he just wasn't shooting.
2: Yeah, or he was shooting. Him but off. I
0: think when you're playing with Austin Matthews, I I get it though, right? Like I understand the mentality. But like I'm the, I'm Marner with was doing Matthews, the same so thing go I'm gonna give him the puck. Yeah. But also, like you're Mitch Marner, man, shoot every now and then. Uh, no, I think you could do that. Like Marner.
1: Does not we obviously know Mitch doesn't shoot enough and there's been some games like in recent memory in the last week or so where I'm just like oh my god like this guy, I don't think can't. the Leafs shoot
0: enough. Yeah, in
2: I just, I just well what remember. are the
1: what are the last shot like have they gotten over thirty
0: shots in the last few games? For sure, I'll I'll check that out. Probably against. I'm pretty eh. sure they have. But I was talking with my friend who is a Penguins fan. He was talking about how the Leafs on the power play it always seems like they make one too many passes. Yeah, they're yeah. always looking for that backdoor. Feed when it's like, guys, you're so talented. I sometimes I just want one of you just to walk in and rip it. There's one. And that's what Austin they try
1: does. to be too cute and try to like make the perfect play, yeah, and it to, doesn't yeah, work exactly.
0: out. Sometimes you gotta score the dirty goals, man. That's yeah. yeah. that's also Matthew's Matthew's goal last night wasn't pretty, right? No, not that at all. A, that was, but that's was just so fun. Smart positioning and the puck went on his stick. You gotta be good to be lucky. Exactly. So
2: there's one play I remember vividly from last year where it actually worked, but it was against LA and Minor had a complete open net and he passes it to Kadri. Like it worked, ended up working out, but if you have an empty net you got to shoot it. And I feel like there's so many plays where Mariner has a clear shot and then his brain just goes galaxy mode and he's like, "Oh, I could just shoot it here, but I could also put it between my legs and pass it to two guys." Like, I don't. yeah. I I I think it's that that maybe that works in the OHL, I don't think it works here. The last time the Leafs got 30 shots against the Vancouver
0: Canucks when they won 4-2, they had yeah. 30 shots on the dot. Mm, there you go. I, no, I'm like I'm not worried about their possession numbers, but I do think there are times where they make an extra pass and they could shoot more.
1: How many shots do you, you kind of anticipate the
0: Leafs to get every night, with the talent on this team? It depends, because earlier in the season they were throwing a bunch of shots on net, but they were all from the point and yeah. they were low danger. I'd rather be in a situation where you're getting 28 shots, but like. You have more high danger because even when if you're a bad offensive team, if most of your chances are high danger, you're more likely to score yeah. on those. And you're not going to score from the point. And that's another reason that the Leafs weren't getting a lot of calls for them um, and penalties because if you're at the point, what incentive is there for the other team to take a penalty? None. It's like when you're driving the net yeah. and you get to the slot, they're like, yeah, it's Austin Matthews. I'm probably going to have to slash him because he might score. Yeah. Right? or you probably will score. You got to you got to generate high danger chances. That's how literally everything
2: good comes I, to your team. at the uh, end I of the day, we're 15 games away. Are we 14 or 15? Um, uh, I think 15. I think we're f- we're 15 games away. And if we've fi- played 67 games, yeah. 15 games away. 67. Jeez. Yeah, so in 15 games we're not going to care about shots. We're not going to care about any, it's just we're just going to care about when we win the game. Yeah, in the game. At this point, like in in the regular season, I understand. Shots. We want to care how you're playing. In no, the playoffs. I don't care. I would Play just the like... Game.
1: I want to see the Leafs in the next... Like, these next 15 games. Like, I want them starting to get into, like, playoff hockey mode. Because I don't want to just... Yeah. Act I, up I don't care if they lose some games.
2: Play playoff hockey. Like, I don't think they played that bad yesterday.
1: No, I don't think... No, that's playoff, what, so, that, so, I, I, I don't hate that started. result.
2: I'm not going to get mad over that. Like, no. Whatever. I'm not going to win every game. We're not, like, in that dire need of points. Like, we are, but...
0: We want to get as many as
2: possible. Yeah, but it's not the end of the world. We're not gonna catch Tampa. No. we're probably not gonna be caught by Florida.
0: There's time. There's there's still time. I think it's a scary. Let's race. not let's not put that in the universe. Let's just. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. <laughs> Florida's dead in the water. Wow. Wow. Oh, Chris, I'm gonna hate you so much if they make the playoffs. There is zero. 14. Per- <laughs> 30. Clip that. There is zero. Clip per- that. There is zero percent chance we miss the playoffs. That's all I'm saying.
0: Chris, I swear to God, remember, you're gonna
2: be the reason. Do you remember the, the like, Okay, so if, if Remember it, the funk this guy was in earlier in the season? No, no. I'm still, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 It's not because we're good. It's not because we're good. Florida is terrible. I'm telling you right now. But
1: I can I can still see Florida turning uh, around. They oh. have
2: sub nine hundred goalies that are making ten million dollars. And we have sub nine hundred goalies for making five million dollars. And we put <laughs> those five million dollars towards the forwards. <laughs> All oh. I'm saying is I don't I think we'll we'll make it with less points than Montreal missed it with last year. But I still think we'll make it.
1: I think even if we do make it, it doesn't
2: matter. Five hundred hockey makes it. Yeah. Is, from here on out? How many points do we have? Um seventy eight. Seventy eight. So we have, I wanna hit ninety. So we have thirty games left. Pride. We have thirty points I left. I wanna hit ninety five. Uh, I don't think so. Thirty points left. What are you dude, it's five more points. That's that's two more wins. Two more I think maybe ninety. Ones. I don't know. If ninety might not be good enough. 95 will definitely be good enough.
0: Mhm.
2: I, I think we'll get like 92. Bro, that's 17 points in 15 games. That's seven that is so that, That's five that's that's a game over 500. That's 17. That
1: Unbelievable. That would be doable. great, but like what how many points do you think Boston or Tampa are going to They who cares?
2: Boston could have 178 points. They could still lose in the first round.
0: They could. It's
2: and Boston. the thing is
0: I was talking to Bruins fans.
2: People got to stop talking up Boston like they're some next-level team. I was talking to Bruins fans.
0: Okay. And they're worried about the playoffs because they don't think this team is built for the playoffs.
2: I'm going to be honest. I agree. This isn't basketball. This is hockey. And that's because they have no depth. Yeah. Mm. When it comes to forwards.
1: No, I get that.
0: Almost all of their offense is generated by the bergeron marchand Pasternak line. Seriously. Because it is so damn good. That they might all hit. Like, they're going to all be a point per game. But then they have guys like Jake DeBrusque, who haven't really been impressing this year. Yeah. David Krejci. Oh, my God, yeah. And then they got Andre Kasha and Nick Ritchie because they needed to bolster up the depth.
2: My biggest uh, hot take is that Boston's going to lose in the first round. Only because... I don't think they're going to lose. I think if they play Carolina, that's the perfect matchup for Carolina because... Last year they got swept. They got swept. But they completely shut down the Bergeron line. Yeah, Krejci has 23 yeah. points in fifty. They completely games shut time. down the Bergeron line and only won because Tukarask had a 9.58 nine fifty-eight same percentage in that series. Mm hmm. Yeah. So if you can shut down the Bergeron line, nine times out of 10, you'll beat them in the series. And the Leafs did that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one out of 10 times they won't. The Tavares' because line did it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But also our penalty kill was under 50%. Yeah. 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 Here's the thing with the... Because the Bruins are
0: a really good hockey team. We can all say that. Yeah. They're yeah. a great hockey team. They have a solid defense. They do. Brandon Carlo is very underrated. Yeah, he Charlie is. Charlie McAvoy, despite not scoring for forever, he's back into it now and he looks better than I, i yeah.
2: I think the best version of the Bruins lineup doesn't have Chara in the lineup. Chara? I don't think hmm. he's... How and many have, more years does that guy got? And I don't think he has any... He's signed for
0: one more year. And Well, he keeps signing one year. <laughs> I don't
2: but. think he has any l- years left in him, to be honest. Do you like, think after this it's... No, old? no, I think he'll play... I don't think he should. How old he now? He got 40, exposed. 41? He got exposed by us in the playoffs. Yeah, I thought so too. If they called penalties against him, he would have been out of the league five years ago. <laughs> like the only thing he has left is his shot. See, the thing is, yeah, I I, I see even a team like Columbus could
1: put up a good fight against Boston. Yeah,
2: the point I was gonna make is, can you go to standings? Who's first and who's sixteenth? Who's just, first and who's sixteenth? Yeah, just David and the you want me to go to like the whole
0: league, the whole league. Oh, in the whole league, like. First, yeah, place. first place, the Boston Bruins, yeah, sixty-seven games played, ninety-six points, sixteenth, the Vancouver Canucks,
2: sixty-five games. 74 That's such points. a perfect example for me. So, congrats, Gary Bettman, you got your parody. The NHL is the only league where the first place team and the sixteenth place team, I think, could probably go to seven. I feel like, is anyone putting like that much? Odds on Boston to win that series. I think they would win with a
0: fully healthy lineup, like a Jacob Markstrom. They back. lost
2: nine two to Vancouver.
0: Yeah.
2: No, I see. Like no, I could. It's that, hockey. This, it, it's literally hockey. Any, anything. Can literally, happen. if you go to the NBA, it's the Bucks versus the Magic. Yeah, one sixteen. The Bucks would destroy the Magic in four straight games. Every game would be a thirty point blowout. Hockey, I don't know. Is hockey, like, is the NHL one of the most competitive leagues? Yeah, because the salary cap and the way it's designed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Gary Bettman got his wish. This league has so much parity. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That's why I'm
2: saying the playoffs, you might as well just... Literally what I did last year for my bracket was I had all my picks, picked the opposite of what I thought. I was 8 for 8 in the first round. <laughs> That's true. I literally went the opposite I of I just got Tampa t- wrong in the first round. I ha- I had Columbus <laughs> sweeping them because I put it as a joke because I said, there's no way Columbus would ever sweep Tampa. And they happened campo. and I was top ten in the world after the first round. That's incredible. Okay, before
0: we go into our segment that's probably gonna take up most of the podcast, yeah. I just want to run up and down the Bruins lineup.
2: Yeah. Sure. And I have one more point after that. And
0: yep. you guys tell me how strong you think this depth is. Right. We'll compare it to the Leafs. Sure. We'll say who has a better line. Yeah, I feel like we're biased. Okay. Then we'll do let's do like the Vancouver Canucks. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. So I'll pull up their lineup on daily face off.
2: Love that site, by the way. Go, uh, I don't know if you can follow them. Just go s- show them. Go use love. their website. Turn off your
0: yeah. ads. Okay, first line. Yeah. For the Bruins, yeah. Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak. Of okay, course. It's good. The first line for the Vancouver Canucks, Pearson, Horvat, Vertanen.
2: Yeah, I'm go giving that to Bo- Boston. Boston I'm going to give that to Boston. Uh, a slight, <laughs> yeah, sl- yeah, just, yeah, a, yeah. just <laughs> a slight lead. T- Tanner Pearson's having a really good
0: year. He is good. Keep in mind, the Canucks are out. Furland, Levo, Grauvach, Besser, and Markstrom.
2: Yeah. Okay, Besser's the only one because uh, Furland's done, like, his career yeah. pretty much. Yeah.
0: It, yeah, honestly. I pray for him. Post concussion syndrome. Also, yeah. bad. Johnny Boychuk.
2: Oh, right, He makes a speed recovery. Yeah. Jeez. No, I, I cannot deal with anything I-related. Not my uh, I feel
0: so bad for the guy. Second line for the Bruins, Nick Ritchie, David Krejci, Andre Kasha. Second line for the Vancouver Canucks: J.T. Miller, Elias Pettersson, Tyler Toffoli. Oh my
2: God! The thing is, second line for the Canucks. When you have two players who were that the Anaheim Ducks said we're okay giving these players up, and they're on your second line.
1: Yeah, uh, and I
2: I don't really know about Krejci anymore either. And Krejci, I feel like last year was his renaissance. And that was his final, like... I think he's done now. There's no way that guy yeah. comes back. He had 70 points last year. Yeah, no, it was good last also, year. Also, I, I love f- that we're
0: doing Vancouver-Boston.
2: I know, it's just the way it worked, though. I but... know. <laughs> it's amazing. See, that's why I wish it, I wish the playoffs just went like that. You, well, you would the, like it like full that? Full league? Yeah, I would... No. Li- imagine a Boston-Vancouver playoff series. Yeah, in the Stanley Cup. No, in the first round. No, C- Christian, it would be sick. It's just the Who only... Who would play? we play? Who would we play if it we went one this The, the Leafs? Yeah. Um, probably Boston. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're 12th, so... Tampa. Eight. <laughs> that would go up against eight? We'd play Dallas. No, wait.
2: No, I'm dumb. Four against 12. It would be...
0: Four against 12. Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> it would be Tampa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's destiny.
2: No, you're wrong. It would be four against 13. It would be five against 12. Is it? Yeah.
0: Then it would be Washington.
2: Cause Great. one plays 16, two plays 15. All right, let's three, just continue yeah.
0: this, just so we have enough time for the next thing. Uh, DeBrusque, Coyle, Kuhlman... Mm-hmm. This is the third mm-hmm. line for Boston. <laughs> the Brusque is very. Roussel, Gaudette, McEwen. Ooh. For Vancouver. I'd probably still take Boston, but Gaudette's really underrated. I'm, I'm going to take Boston. But if you move Vertanen down, when you got B- S- 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 Yeah, yeah. And you get Roussel, yeah. Gaudette, Vertanen.
2: Roussel, Gaudette, Vertanen is a very. That is a third. It's a chippy that's, line. That's the definition of a third that
0: line. Is, that is a third line in NHL. hockey But yes, yeah, so I would go with Boston. And fourth line for the Bruins C- Sean Corrali Parlinholm Chris Wagner. I'm taking Vancouver And then yeah Louis Erickson Brandon Sutter Tyler Mott I'm taking the Vancouver Vancouver
2: Canucks Very role. overpaid Fourth line When I'm still taking That fourth line yeah, same.
0: Vancouver for sure uh, Do we want to go Over defense bearings Or no Uh, Do we need Ru- uh, No But if we're going To talk defense On either of these teams Quinn Hughes Awesome
2: Damn. I think, Quinn Hughes, is do better you than think- any- Quinn Hughes Is better than anything On Boston I think
0: Is he the best defenseman In that series
2: Yes It's
1: possible
0: I
2: think. Do you think he takes he, home he, if Tory
0: like, Krug plays like he did last year? He's a year
2: better. In the yeah. I think he's a better Tori Krug and a younger Tori Krug. Hmm.
0: That's the thing. If Quinn Hughes is this good, think now. about it. Tori Krug. No, that's the that's the crazy thing. Him and Makar are like number two defensemen now. It's Ridiculous. Tori
2: Krug was ahead of his time. I think, as a defenseman, I feel like. Defenseman. What was his draft year? I feel like he reminds me so much of the next generation of defensemen. Yeah, that just was just sm- smaller, no, packed, yeah,
0: offensive-minded.
1: The fact that Quinn Hughes is top five in defenseman points is unbelievable.
0: Okay, take
2: in, We we love Sandine here. This is probably the most pro Sandine podcast of all time. Yeah, but he, has, he hasn't been. He's the same age as Quinn Hughes. Uh huh. And mm-hmm. think about how good Hughes is already. He's. Do you think he takes home Rookie Actually, of the Year or McCar? No. Uh, Hughes is twenty.
0: What do you mean? Oh yeah. Sandine's
2: ninety. Is Hughes a year older? No, they were the same draft.
0: Yeah, but one of them's still older. Hughes was a nineteen-year-old draft pick. I'm pretty sure because he's late. He's a late birthday.
2: Okay, late, but they're still in the same. Yeah, draft no, they're still class. the same draft. Class. Okay, no, and it doesn't even matter. That's what like the people that said, "Oh, Linea is better than Matthews because he's six months younger." Oh God. Yeah. Even though they started playing hockey at the same time. No, just... he is though. Because <laughs> at
0: the at the end of their career, at the very end of their career, when Matthews has way more points and everything, Liney still has that Linea has six months left. <laughs> <laughs> To, that's how hockey... We works.
2: don't know. In six months, line A could be just as good as Matthews is now. Who knows? We never know. Who but, knows? But Matthews would be six months ahead of that. That's true. Okay, so when Math—yeah, when Matthews retires, we, that, give, we give line we'll A... Ha- we we'll have, yeah. we'll have to wait for Matthews to retire to end that debate. Yeah, seriously. We'll, we'll be back for that debate. Don't worry. Let's do it. Okay, last thing I want to bring up, uh, right. the salary cap. Yep. It was announced today that it will no, be I going- don't believe it. Okay, well... Then I just won't talk about it, <laughs> yeah, bro. So no, the salary cap numbers. is reportedly going up to eighty-four to eighty-eight million, from eighty-one and a half. And I believe it only because the NHL just got seven hundred and fifty million dollars from the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, love me some Seattle Kraken.
0: But like, it was supposed to go up last year. Yeah, but the to thing is, they
2: didn't get seven hundred fifty million last year from the ca- think, Seattle Kraken. I think. And
0: here's the thing: if you go up to eighty-eight. And also, that's an extra six and a half million yeah. dollars. that's ridiculous.
2: Gap. We also gotta understand that last year was the lowest ratings for playoffs ever. Was it really? Wow. Was it really? Look at some of the teams that were playing. Nobody cares about it was Carolina. Great, it was a great playoff. Eh, no, I, no, it
0: was. It, there was so. I love I loved watching St. Louis after the
2: first round. It was the most boring. Oh playoffs, no! The first Boston. round. Was, the first round was like the best part. Yeah, and then all yeah. the ratings yeah. fell off. Yeah, they because kind of picked crazy. up in the final because Boston's a big market. I liked watching. I enjoyed watching. this a good sports market. Yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed watching their run. Like that was great. But I get what you're saying. Here, I saw a funny tweet. It was, eighty four to eighty eight million. It's eighty four million if the finals Columbus versus Dallas. <laughs> if the finals Toronto versus Edmonton, it'll be eighty eight million. It'll be ninety five million. It'll be a hundred. If Toronto, <sighs> it'll be nineteen sixty seven million.
0: When you talk about viewership, man, that's
2: when it like. I'll cut that out.
0: All right. So we had an idea. We're going to go through the standings. 31 to 1. And we're give them a little almost end of the season report card. And then we'll do an end of the season report card. Yeah. Our ratings are going to go A is the best you can do. B, C, D, and F. Oh, yeah. No pluses, no minuses. Okay. This going to be flashback. We don't mess around with that stuff.
2: The Detroit Red Wings. Wait, should we do like a, an, an like, what they can do to improve their mark?
0: Sure. Like, a, if you want. Are we giving them a mark at the beginning and what they are doing? You're giving a mark for how you think their season has gone so far. So, okay. if they are intentionally tanking, you can yeah. give them an don't, A. Yeah, don't
2: be like, just give all the good teams A's, give all the good teams. Because, like, you can say that Ottawa's had a better season you than can Toronto. Give, you, yes. can,
0: you can give the, the Islanders a C because you're like, I don't think they should be going for it right now.
2: I get that. Okay, sounds good. Okay, the Detroit Red Wings. 1548
0: and 5 is their record. They have 35 points and their best player on the season has been Dylan Larkin.
2: What order are we going in?
0: We're going to go Julian Christian me.
1: Okay. Um Detroit, you know, I think it's obviously they've kind of been the joke of the season. Um I'm going to give them a D, but that's just for Detroit. For Detroit. <laughs> um yeah, but that's just me. I I think they have a lot of rebuilding to do. Um uh, they got a lot of young guys, a lot of talented young guys. Mm-hmm. Um but it'll be interesting to see what they can do in the future. Um, I hope they can draft well, but also they have to get that coaching under control as well. Chris, what do you think? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm also gonna give him a D for Detroit. Um, yeah, I think it's hard when you're putting up one of the worst seasons in modern history. That's to give them anything higher than a D. I think I'm gonna give him a C. Okay. For, for? For
0: showing up to the for games. Cap hit. I don't know. <laughs> um, for Choloski. the thing is, the Red Wings are terrible. They might be the worst team of. They're definitely the worst team of this decade. Yeah, they're really bad. Of, the, the, of, the, of this new decade,
2: um, they might not win another game for the rest of the season. Their they sched- might not. Their schedule is very hard. They might not. They have the hardest schedule. The hardest yeah. schedule in the league. That is because they, they don't get the play to play. And
0: overall, they have the easiest schedule in the league. So they're hitting. They've had the easy schedule, and then we go up to this point. I'm sorry. They're, it's going to be the hardest from yeah. here on out. It's crazy.
2: It's because they don't get to play they Detroit, though. It's because they don't get that's to play Detroit.
0: They don't get to play <laughs> Detroit. Here's the thing. Larkin, Mantha, Bertuzzi, Hronik, Choloski, Zadina, Sider. I think that they have a foundation. They have guys to build on. And that's why I'm a little more positive looking at Detroit, because they're atrocious right now. Mm-hmm. But they want to be. Yeah, I think they're going to be competitive again.
2: And it hasn't comp- been long. So. It hasn't been that long, like. Yeah,
0: no. They just need to dump some sal- some salary. Yeah. Like, get wait for your bad contracts to expire, even though it's going to take they years. A to they need a goalie, man. They need goal, a and solid, need solid a goalie. goalie Jim- Jimmy but How- also, poor Jimmy Howard. Jimmy uh, Howard has lost
2: no. Jimmy Howard has lost twenty one straight games.
0: Yes.
1: Seriously.
2: Yeah. He has an eight eighty two save percentage he's 20 Jonathan Bernier two. on the same team has a 906 oh. so I don't want to see. I don't want to f- no don't feel bad for Jimmy I Howard do. he's been horrible if your other goalie has a, no, he's a Not
0: no, pre- has the same save percentage as Frederick Anderson
2: yeah his save percentage is 24 points we higher we, should,
0: we really should have gone after Jonathan Bernier more teams should have tried to trade for I John.
2: know why didn't, yeah. why didn't Carolina he's a good backup why he's didn't a phenomenal Carolina go backup
0: he's just a little expensive okay next team the Los Angeles Kings, with a record of 25-35-6, their best player on the season has been on Jacobitar. Question. Am I rating them as a franchise or them as a team? The state that they are right now. It's so like their season in review.
2: So, if, okay, just want, their play? Or do not fra- their play. Do, do trades count?
0: Yeah. Okay. Trades, count. okay. Trades, trades are involved. Like I said, it depends on what they want in the season. If they're trying to win a cup yeah. and they're out of the playoff spot right now, Give him an F if you want. If okay. they're tanking and they're in last, give him an A. Okay,
1: ready? Um, okay, for LA, I'm going to give it a C, but that's just because I believe, okay, obviously they haven't had the season that they want to, but I think their prospect kind of pool is phenomenal. I think they have a lot of good young talent. Ante Kopitar, obviously the leader of that team. Don't know how long he's going to be the leader of that team for, mm-hmm. but uh, definitely a bright future for the LA Kings for me.
2: Okay, I'm giving them a B for Blake Lizotte. I'm going to try to do this for every team. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, g- I'm giving them a B because if you look at some of the trades they pulled off, two seconds for Alex Martinez. Um just even a good trade. That was last a- year getting a first for Muzzin. I think it was a good deal. A first and two good prospects. Even the Campbell trade. Like, Grunstrom's a regular on that team. Yeah. Dersey yeah. will be a regular on that team. If if you look at some of their best players, I think is really good. is really good. They got I have follows, I follow's having a really good season. Yep. He's, he's only he's only twenty five. He's he's and a like good he player. He kind of came out of nowhere, and I think their prospect pool. Dersey has thirteen points in thirty seven games. For yeah, Durzi's not good. I don't think I don't think he's NHL. Okay, good because
0: people were really talking about. Oh my him god, he was, I was so scared. I really he was. A, he had a great season. Yeah, but he was, was he was a
2: double overager.
0: That's true. He's twenty one. Yeah. Um. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. So I journey.
2: think their 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 prospect pool is insane. Uh. They got uh, Turcotte, they got Filardi, they got Kaliev, who may be 26 years old. We don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think LA, they're doing They're doing it right.
0: I'm going to give them a C. All right. For? For Jeff Carter. <laughs> oh, love this. Because while I do think they have a great prospect pool, and they're doing just the right thing. Like, they have all the young guys coming up now. They're just trying to give them some ice time. Like, Trevor Moore has been solid on, yeah. the, on the LA Kings. Good for him like they got guys like velardi who are going to be good and Kaliev who may already be 30 <laughs> like you said Love that meme. but the thing is is that they're tied down because Andre Kopitar is signed till 2023-24 Drew Doughty is signed for forever mhm
2: to be honest though that sounds like it's really far away it's not really what is that like four seasons
0: after this it's four more years se- it's four more years still though Doughty's he'll be, like he'll be how old Kopitar 32
2: See, I still think he'll be good until...
0: Here's the thing. Drew Doughty is signed for forever. That's... that's How long for. is Doughty for? And Jonathan Quick has three more years on his deal.
2: What's Jeff Carter?
0: At 5.8. Hold on. And Dustin Brown has two more years left on his deal. At 5.8.
2: Oh, that's terrible.
0: And Jeff Carter has two more years left on his deal. At 5.2. See,
2: here's the thing with that. I feel like they don't need cap space, though.
0: Right now. I think you do.
2: But, take it when they're You eventually will, though. But I think
0: that... Here's the thing. I think that when they're competitive, yeah. there's going to be two contracts that they're stuck with because Jeff Carter and Dustin Brown will be done by then. Yeah. like Their contracts will be over, and they're not going to get paid anything north of 3 mil. Andre Kopitar is incredible. He gets some of the worst minutes in the league. He gets no offensive zone starts for what he should be getting as a first-line center, and he has no wingers, yet he still has 59 points this year. He's good. Respectable guy. Drew Doughty has been regressing. But and Jonathan Quick is six million dollars you but, won't see because he's not even gonna play starting goalie.
2: And, am I the only one who thinks they can still contend in this Doughty and Kopitar era? No, I agree. I think they Because could. if you bring up turcott and Velarde and all these guys, there's definitely other guys I'm forgetting. But I do I do think it sandbags them though.
0: That's why I'm not giving him a B.
2: See, but I Yeah. Tur- if I could I'd give him a C but, plus Turcotte but I didn't allow pretend- myself to do that. Turcott could potentially Put up like 70 points on the ELC. So you're getting value. Any, though? Are,
0: That's
2: you, the thing are you seen him this year? Are you not that high on him? Okay. Well, I'm not the highest on him. Let's say any of their prospects like Velardi, Akil Thomas, Kapari, Turcotte, Kallian. The thing
0: is, I think they have a lot of very good pieces. Yeah. I don't think they have the piece. Yeah. I is that see. piece
2: Alexis Lafreniere?
0: I think it's going to come in this draft
2: you they'll get their they'll get their number one center in the draft LA could be that team. They'll get their LaFreniere, they'll get their Byfield, yeah.
0: Rossi, their Stutzel.
2: Take in. Like, they'll get a guy yeah. yeah. A so, really
0: good piece, so, so maybe yeah, maybe I'll, maybe I give him a B but for now give I give him a C.
2: I think I think Doughty has a bad case of bad team syndrome. I feel <laughs> like if you put I just think he's a very good defensive. I feel team. like he just doesn't care right now. It's yeah, so put, hard. Yeah, it's hard to care it's when you're It's so not. hard when when you were in your early 20s, you were on a contending team. All right, and then when when you're in your prime you're on a bad Let's team. move on 32 we points
0: need, we need to actually get through all these. So, are yeah, we gonna get, and we've done two teams.
2: Do you want to like do half of them this episode and half of the next episode cuz do not going to We'll bit. see how far we move. Yeah, let's, we'll we'll see where we are. Like I don't know, I feel like I have a lot to talk about every, about every team. All right, then we'll do half and half. We'll go up to 15
0: 16. or 16. Yeah. And then, the Ottawa Senators yeah. have a record of 23 32 and 12 for 58 points. They sit 7th in the Atlantic. Only because they have the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. I would say the best player is Thomas Chabot. Yep. Anthony Duclair has slowed down, which has made me sad. Very much so. Because I wanted him to continue scoring at the rate he was, but sometimes it doesn't happen. Um, Yeah, one goal in his last six games.
1: So the grade I would give these guys is going to be a B. Four. Four. Eric Branch. Ottawa. <laughs> but yeah, this is because... First of all, I think that Pajot deal was very key for them. Yeah, I thought that was a fantastic move. Mm-hmm. I think they have a, like Shabbat can develop to be a fantastic defenseman. I've really liked the way Connor Brown's played. Like you said, Duclair was pretty good this year, but now he's kind of fallen off. I think Colin White still has a lot of potential. Branstrom obviously is there too. I think Ottawa can be a, con- a contending team, not in the next one or two years. I think year three or four from now, they can be right there. But I think this season was a lot of building for them. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're going to get their
2: piece in this draft. A, a great point I've, I heard is if you're an Atlantic team like Detroit and Ottawa, m- maybe you don't want to contend in the next two, one to two years. No. Because you got Boston, you got Tampa, Tampa you got Toronto. You can't and compete with it. I don't think you, Florida. I'm so low on Florida. I'm just making you mad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, You pretty much covered what I had to say, but I'll give him a B for Brady Kachuk. And, yeah, I think they're building great. The fact that they didn't have any, uh, their owner goes on live TV and says he might relocate the team. They haven't had that this year, so that's that's great. Um, Yeah, I love what Ottawa's doing. Uh, Now the problem is, are any of those players going to want to resign in Ottawa? And that's always the biggest issue.
0: That is a, I am going to give them an
2: A. Four. Wow. Isimov. <laughs> double A, wow, double, double a. a.
0: Here's the thing, Thomas Chabot is locked up. Yep, for the next eight years. I genuinely think Brady Kachuk is that is the guy who's gonna like lead them on the forward end at least, and they have some very good prospects, and they have a chance at two top three picks this year. They have a chance at three. Top three picks. I cannot. If the Islanders miss the, the ball. picks, yeah. that team has is
1: ridiculous. They could have one, they, two, and they three. could
0: they could have three lottery picks. That is so imagine they get like crazy.
2: imagine they get Byfield, Raymond, and Holt.
0: I think that they've set out to do what they want to do. I think that they've gone full tank, full strip it down. They're saving money. They're getting so much value for their assets. The fact that Pajio got the fact that Namastikov even got you something, yeah. is crazy. The return for Pajio was unbelievable, and they're freeing up cap space. The only thing is, yeah, you need somebody to resign, but. In terms of future, they have a lot in the cupboard and the prospect cupboard. So, uh, yeah. And in the pick cupboard. So, good for them. We move on to the next team, which is the Anaheim Ducks, who have a record of 26, 32, and 8. And their best player, let's say, has been Adam Henrique this season. Mm. Julian, what's your grade?
1: I'm giving them a D. Uh, Got to be honest with you, Anaheim just not only are they, they suck, but they're dull, they're boring. Um, hmm. to me, I don't know, they just you know, gets is just I still love the guy. I love, I, I really do love his career and everything like that, but I don't even know when the next time they're going to be remotely good, if I'm being honest with you. Um, and I just think they've had a dull season, in my opinion. What about you, Chris?
2: I'm giving them a D for Derek Grant, and <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think Anaheim will not be contending anytime soon. I like the pick of who did they pick? Uh, Zegers. I l- love Zegers. Trevor Zegers. Yeah. But still, I don't think they'll be contending anytime soon. I don't like their management. Their management at all. I think they made some really bad decisions. Yep. And yeah, uh, it's gonna be some dark days.
0: I'm gonna give them a C for Cam Fowler. <laughs> Could have been an F. Uh, Just to sort of go against the grain a bit here, but I think that they have some solid prospects in Trevor Zegers, Sam Steele, Troy Terry, Max Jones, and you have a good young goalie in John Gibson. That's a foundation. I think. I think. I think that there is something for the future. I don't think that they're completely barren in that aspect. But Justin, the thing is, I don't think they intended to be this bad. Yeah, and they're really not selling. Yeah. All that much because they didn't trade Josh Manson. You could have gotten so much. Oh my god! You could have gotten the sun, and the moon. The, it seems like they're really not committing to a. They tank. They could have got the yawn, sun, and the moon. Yawn, sun, and the moon. Yeah, they're really not. Yeah, they're really not committing to uh, to a tank, and I think they should. So, I think, but the, but, I, but I think their future is somewhat bright. So I'll give the, the bright seat. side of that team is their goalie, and that's Gibson. Mm-hmm. But and and Anthony Stollards. Mm. So, you know, think about that. Don't roll your eyes to
2: me. Why?
0: Why? Anthony Stolar? Because he's so he's so good. Um, the next team that we're covering, hey, the San Jose Sharks, who fin- who are currently twenty nine, thirty three, and four, and their best player of the season so far is probably been Evander Kane. Yeah, he's been scoring a lot of goals for that team.
1: Uh, go ahead. Okay, you know, I know they just beat the Leafs and everything. I'm gonna give them an F, just because. The amount of talent that they have on that team.
0: Christian, don't look at him. I was going to say his name. Too bad. Damn.
1: <laughs> the amount of talent that they got on that team, and you're 27th in the league. I get Carlson's injured as well, but, like, for real. Like, I and, you know, they don't let Thornton go. I know they he wants to go to another team. I just don't see, like, San Jose had their shot a couple of years ago. They didn't take it. I don't know. Kind of like Anaheim. I don't know when the next time this team's going to be good. And I don't know how much longer Burns is going to keep going. Yeah. It's a tough one for me on San Jose.
2: Uh, I'm going to give them an F for uh, Mario Ferraro, former... This is all you do before you... (laughs) Former Toronto Lakeshore Patriot. Uh, He played with my friend back in, like, 2015. Um, Yeah, I think their team is not good. Like, they beat the Leafs last night, but they're underperforming, definitely. Like, when it comes to their talent level, Mm -hmm. they did not expect to be this bad. Hence why they traded their first-round pick. I think next year my like I think next year they'll rebound a bit, they'll get Carlson back, yeah, I think they could make the playoffs next year, but then after that, like once burns and Carlson are completely done, I think that team will be completely done. I see that
0: I am gonna go outside of my grading system
2: just because huh. just he couldn't find anybody else to F I'm gonna give them an
0: l an <laughs> l to me, they take the biggest l in the season. <laughs> for Kevin LeBanc, but also Joe Thornton takes the L because he didn't get traded. Yeah, I feel really bad for the dude, if I'm being honest. I am convinced that if this team had league average goaltending last year, they would have been in the cup final. Yeah, They were that good. And then they hitched their wagon to an injured and depleted Eric Carlson to an eight-year deal worth $11.5 million per. They didn't re-sign Joe Pavelski, who I think would be having another good year on that team because he's meant to be there. True. They have... Not much of a future. Who's their best prospect right now, Ryan Merkley?
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. That It is, they, isn't it?
0: To me, they're the most screwed team in the NHL for the future because they have their wagons hitched to Carlson and Burns. They have no goalies, and they don't have any prospects. It's a and rough you, still, time and you still have Joe Thornton. Why would you do that to him? <laughs> Biggest L of the season goes to the San Jose Sharks, in my mind. And, yeah, I want to move on. I yep. want to talk about that team. I don't like them. Like, I don't even hate them. I just think they they should have been so much better. Yeah. But they made such bad moves, and they haven't been managing their future at all. Yeah. Next team. Julian's favorite team. <laughs> the New Jersey Devils, 26, 28, and 12. Their best player has probably been Kyle Palmieri. But I might give a little bit of a shout-out to Mackenzie Blackwood because he oh, has been... having a good season. ...completely millhoused in that his arms are just tied to the post. He's so screwed. Like, what... I actually think he's a, he's a decent goalie. He's he a is. decent young goalie. He's got no help.
1: I actually will say this. If anybody does play fantasy hockey out there, go pick him up. Because I've I've done, I've done been successful picking him up a couple of times. How? But On my other team. He's not going to get a in, in my league for money. It's been good. I might pick him up. He is a 916. I'm serious. There's a couple, On the New Jersey Devils. David, there's a couple nights this guy pulls a 940. Sometimes
2: even higher than that. It's ridiculous. I can
0: believe he's a 916. That's better than Freddie.
2: Yeah. Should on I the sh- should I pick him up and drop Carter Hart or do we think no, no Carter Hart's been unreal. Should I drop Gorgiev? Yes. Yes. Right. Um. So for the great for Jersey,
1: I'm gonna give them a C. But the, the, like for what it is for me, you know, for anybody that doesn't know, I had New Jersey making the playoffs this year. Yeah, in my predictions. Know. But um, you know, Jack Hughes obviously not as not as great as everyone thought he was gonna be. Picked up Subban I, for the year that they were gonna have. And then they didn't have that. But I do think they've also made a little bit of progress throughout the season. I think they actually still have a decent future ahead of them. It's just what they do with it, if they can play well, if
2: they can be consistent. Yeah, I'm giving them a D for Damon Severson. Um, I think they thought they were going to be contending. Their fans thought they were going to be contending. And guess what? They're not contending. Um, I think Hughes has had a really bad year. Yeah. And it must suck to see his brother succeeding oh, like that. I uh, I've been hearing about Jack Hughes for about five years now, and I don't know. When I see him, he doesn't look like that generational talent. He
1: doesn't look motivated at all, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but he
2: doesn't. Look, he doesn't look like that generational talent that everyone was saying he was. Um, Nikita Gusev has had a good year. He has. I think. Uh, He's picked it up.
0: How many points does he have now?
2: Like 42. Good for him. Like, I don't know. You can't really expect more from a player coming from Russia. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the Devils have had a disappointing season. I'm going to give them a D Yeah, for Dakota Mermis.
0: <laughs> we found them. Um, <laughs> they are so bad. They've trashed on Jack Hughes's development. Mm-hmm. This year, I think he is one of the— Not every first overall pick has to be a world beater right when they enter the league. Give them a year to develop. I was begging for that. I didn't think that they were going to be competitive. Even when they got Subban, even when they got Gusev. Like, they made a lot of additions. And I can give them credit for that. But I thought, like, yo, you still need a goalie. You still need, you know, the rest of a forward group outside of your top line. And then they had to trade Taylor Hall. I think they did all that to re-sign him. And now they're stuck with a Subban. Oh, yeah, that trade was na- terrible. Now they're stuck with a Subban who's not even worth a mil. Yep. Getting paid nine. Oh, and they're, I don't know. They're, to me, like, they have a bright future because they have so many good, like, prospects and forwards. And Mackenzie Blackwood is great. He like is. He's been great this year.
2: If they they've, they've had
0: for what they wanted to be, I think they wanted to be playoff contenders, yeah. and they yeah. might get a top five pick, or they probably will. get That's a top five that's three. still pick. So I can't, still can't. believe year. That. They'll five.
2: probably be the only team that picks a defenseman in the top ten. I think. Are they going to get so. Jamie Drysdale? I think so. I think they just need a defenseman. They need so they do
0: desperately. What's next? Our next team on the list, coming in, hot, rather cold. The Buffalo Sabers. Chris is getting ready to. Who are 29, 29 and eight, and their best player has easily been Jack Eichel. He's been one of the best players in the league this year. And yep. if they were even close to a playoff spot, I'd consider him for the Hart Trophy. Also, I'd consider Olafson for the Calder Trophy. Yep, he's great. Um,
1: I'm gonna give him the D. Uh, Jack Eichel, although he's been great, doesn't want to play there. Uh, but no one wants to play in Buffalo. I still don't see this team making the playoffs and even being remotely good, but um, I think Buffalo, even though they do have some good young guys, I still don't know if they can be a serious contender. Like you said, David, that team is Jack Eichel. Um,
2: to me, and you know, Olson's been okay, but he's been great. I'm. I'm, I just. I'm gonna give him a C for uh, Curtis Lazar, Casey stat. Curtis Lazar. Get out of here. Because uh, I don't know. Carter Hutton. I think Colin Miller. Their fans are having a terrible season. Oh, but I think the organization, I don't think they thought they were going to make the playoffs this year. I think the emergence of Jack Eichel alone yeah. has he's finally hit his potential. And I think that will go a long way in this franchise. I think I still think there's hope in Buffalo. I think there's hope enough for a while. Eh, I don't know. I feel like you're one or two pieces away.
0: It's possible. I'm going to give them a D for Rasmus Daleen. Nice. Because this is another year where the Buffalo Sabres went on a very hot streak and they were mm-hmm. about second in their division. They were first in the league last year. They were good at one point. And it completely fell apart. Again, Jack Eichel's playing to his potential. Rasmus Dalin is going to be a monster. Olofsson looks great. Sam Reinhart looks great. Jeff Skinner has two I'll goals in off. his last. Eighty million. I was just
1: about to say, remember Jeff?
0: Jeff <laughs> Skinner is terrible. I think Henry Yokoharju is a, was a great pickup, especially for Alex Nylander. Yeah, Ugo Pekarlukenin doesn't look great right now, and that was their top goalie prospect. I think this is a team that if they get a late, like eight, eight, nine, or ten pick, they might take a chance on Askarov. To me, I do think they're only a couple pieces away, but they blew it again. Yeah, you. They have some talent. They have good young talent. And they blew it again. So, how many more teams do we have? We don't have that much time left. Um, how many more do you want to do? I just want to get up to sixteen. I think. Okay. Well, we are at twenty-four. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams left.
2: Well, we're not doing Vancouver. so Eight teams left. Okay. Try okay. to keep it down to like thirty seconds. Kay. All right,
0: Chicago. They're thirty, twenty-eight, and eight. Their best player has been Dominic Kubalik.
2: Yes. No. Yet. Ha- no, it hasn't.
0: Fine. Patrick Kane. <laughs> Patrick Kane is their best player every year.
2: You all got away with that.
1: Okay, Julian, quick. quick. Uh, okay, Chicago. It's gonna be a C uh, for me. I obviously they're kind of out of their their bolt of of energy. They've they had a little bit of a resurgence, and everyone was like, "Oh, Chicago! They still make the playoffs." I don't think anybody really believed that was gonna happen. Patrick Kane, Kubiak, obviously been the front. I had them there. in the playoffs. You had them in the playoffs.
0: I thought they were gonna be like a dark horse. Like, um, With
1: Robin Lehner, maybe they could have made it. The thing Chicago for me, I think they're bad now, but I don't think they're going
2: to be bad for long. Yeah. Uh I'm giving them a C for Corey Crawford. Um, yeah, I see what they're doing. I see their plan. I still think they can. Maybe, maybe I'm higher on them because they seem to kill us every time I play them. Hmm. But yeah, I see a future in Chicago. I think I think they can they can still contend in this Tays and Kane era. I just think- got to give it a C, Brooks, somehow. I'm I'm going to give him a C for Brent Seabrook.
0: Oh, my God. I like that. I, I... Or Ryan Carpenter or Lucas Carlson or Drake Jula. They're not good. I thought they were going to be a lot better. I thought maybe their defense made out of paper mache could have possibly gotten them into the playoffs, but no, it didn't. That's all right. I think they have very good young forwards. You know, Kubalik, he's 24, but he's having a great year. Dubrin Kitt, Dylan Strom, Patrick Kane isn't young, but he's still a superstar. Alex Nylander, and then you got Adam Bockfist on your back end. I think yeah. this. I think this is a team that really wants Jamie Drysdale, or another or a goalie as well. And not they th-
2: picked. the they pick defenseman two years in a row. Though?
0: No, they got Kirby Dak last
2: year. Oh, true.
0: Um, I'm I'm high on their prospects. Don't they? Don't, they don't have a great team right now, and they need yeah. to sort some stuff out cap wise. But other than that, I think they have a a decent future ahead. I don't think. The Blackhawks are going to be this far out of the playoffs for too, too long. I agree with that. All right, moving on. We have, sorry, it's just loading up. The Montreal Canadians who are 31, 28 and nine and their best player has been Thomas the tuna. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. I hate that so much. All right, Julian, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to give him a C.
1: Um, to me, uh, you know, Montreal keeps being that team that sort of makes a little bit of a surprising resurgence, gets Kovalchuk goes on a little bit of a run, and then they kind of fall back down. Um I think they could get a pretty decent prospect. I think they've they can uh maybe do a couple things in the offseason as well. I think they can be competitive in the next few years. I don't know about next year, but I think th- I think they're there. I think um you can't really
2: sleep on them. But I think they're there. I'm giving them a D for Philip to know. Hmm. But like just I hate the way they managed it. No I'm not even a Habs fan, but I feel for their fans because they don't know what they're doing. Mm. They're they're not contending, they're not rebuilding, they're not selling, they're not buying. It's just a mess.
0: Sacred blue. I'm gonna give them a D for Johnny Juan because while they had moments of good asset management with Ilya Kovalchuk, he didn't trade Tatar. He uh, didn't trade Petrie. This was a team that had playoff hopes, and I don't get why. I really don't get why. Like, obviously, you want to compete in Carey Price's window, I guess, as well as Shea Weber. But build build a good team, then use your cap space, do something. They have somewhat of a bright future. Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, they'll be good eventually. Yeah. But they get a D for the season for like why? I don't, I still just don't understand why they're trying to compete. It does make sense to me. All right, the Arizona Coyotes, who are thirty-two, twenty-seven, and eight, and their best player. I mean, honestly, Connor Garland.
1: He's been good. He's
0: good, and he throws shots on from anywhere. He's sort of a guy who's very good, has very good possession numbers, just because he shoots so much. Um, But he's been scoring. If it weren't for injuries, it would definitely be Darcy Kemper. Yes. Julian, what is your? You
1: know, you know the thing for me with Arizona is. I'm gonna give them a C just because they had, like these guys were first in the Pacific at one point. It's like, you know, you almost want to give these guys a D, but I'm just gonna give them a C because they actually had a decent season up until you know a month or two ago, and it almost seems like as Clayton Keller has gotten better, this team has almost gotten worse. Clayton Keller was playing better in 2020, but before he was not putting up any points at all. Uh, To me, it's a bit of a disappointment because I think everyone thought by. By bringing in Phil Kessel and Taylor Hall and everything, they were going to make the playoffs, and now you're you're done.
2: That's yeah, that's the hardest one for me to rank because, you know, I have a soft spot for this team. But uh, I'm giving him a C for uh, Jacob Chikorne. And I don't know. Like, something has to happen. If they miss the playoffs, it's just a disaster. After you give up your first for Taylor Hall, who's not going to resign. They were in first at one point, and now they, they're they outside of playoffs while looking in. And... uh you can't win in this league if you don't have players that can put up points. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna give them a D for Christian Dvorak. And here's the thing.
2: Love Christian Dvorak.
0: <sighs> they I was so happy for them. I want this team to do well. Mm. They were great. And their starting goalie went down. And you know what? That sucks. But the sport in this league are unrelentless. And they their scoring dried up. Phil Kessel's been invisible. Yep. He doesn't look like He looks like a shell of himself. Taylor Hall hasn't been incredible either. Nobody scores on this team except for Clayton Keller, I guess. Yeah. And Connor Garland. Like, your leading goal scorer, if you want to compete for the playoffs, can't have 22 goals right now. I'm sorry. Or if he does, you need more guys to step up. They're scoring completely dried up at the wrong time. And I'm sorry. It's a business. Yep. You you can't do that at this point. Next up, the Nashville Predators, who are 32-26-8. They sit six in the Central. Okay. I know they have as many points as the Arizona
1: Coyotes, but I'm going to give them a B just because I think they've had a much better second half of the season. I think they actually still could make the playoffs if they really do push and they play like the national predators that they're built to play. Um, I'm not sure if the Leafs have one more meeting against them. I yeah. don't know. but yeah, we do. Um no, I think Nashville, even if they don't make the playoffs this year, uh I still think they can still be good next year and yeah, I'm just a B for me.
2: I'm gonna give him a C for uh Craig Smith. <laughs> and uh yeah, I think they thought they were gonna be a playoff team. Right now they're not. They could still be. So I think it's up in the air.
0: I am gonna give them an F. Really? For Dante Fabro. I was thinking about giving him a D for Dante Fabro. I decided I'm gonna give him an F. Here's the thing. They're out of a playoff spot right now. I think their window has seriously closed. Pecorino's been terrible. UC Saros hasn't stepped up. Matt Duchesne is a curse. And you're paying your top two centers $16 million combined. And I don't think either of them have been number one centers. No. No, I understand that. Sure, you missed Arvidson for a bit. Step it up yossi has been great. Goal thing has been terrible, and you should be in a playoff spot right now. You're the Nashville Predators. I think their window's closed at this point. I don't think that they are serious cup contenders anymore. How many teams we got left? Uh, one, two, three, three, four, four. Let's right. crank these out. Florida, 33, 26 and seven. They sit fourth in the Atlantic. Their best player has probably been Huberdeau.
1: This is a hard one for me. Um, I don't know. I guess C. Like, I know they can still make the playoffs. I mean, and we keep. Saying how, I mean, well, Chris doesn't believe uh, so, but um, I, I just don't know. I, I'm just gonna give them a C because they were doing pretty well. They went on that little hot streak at the beginning of 2020. They've been atrocious lately. Um, I don't even if they make the playoffs this year. I don't think they're gonna do anything that's effective. I don't really think I'm interested in seeing Tampa in Florida either.
2: But I'm giving them a C for Colton Sevier. And uh, they have a 0% chance of making the playoffs.
0: I'm going to give them a C for Brett Connolly. Because while they were scoring at a ridiculous 80s rate, Bobrovsky's been bad. Yep. And I can criticize him. He's part of the team. He brings their grade down a lot. He is a league average goalie. They're well in a playoff spot right now. So, there you go. Florida Panthers get a C from me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Minnesota Wild. Ooh. Who are thirty-three, twenty-six, and seven, same record as the Panthers, but are fifth in the central. Their best player has probably been Fiala. Fiala. Fiala? Okay, good. I like Kevin Fiala.
1: Um Julian. I'm in, Oh, okay. You know what? I'm gonna give them a B. I actually give Minnesota a chance. Like they've had a really, really strong last few months and Fiala has been unbelievable. Um I don't know if you guys know this, but he's currently top three in the league in the last like two or three weeks. Fifty-one
0: points in sixty-one games. Wow. This on is this is the player he was supposed to be after his forty-eight point breakout. Because I was really high on him, and then he just sort of did nothing for a bit. Yeah. And he got traded for Marcus yeah. Granlund or Who's Michael Granlund, who has been terrible. Might what as well trade for Marcus, Marcus Granlund.
2: Right. Uh, I'm gonna give him a B for Jonas Rodin. because they can. They I I still think they will make the playoffs. And they didn't really expect to, so I think it's great the for The fact them. that they're this close is unreal. The fact that their best player isn't even on their team, he's in Europe, shows that I think this team has a decent future. Love me some Kaprasov. Next.
0: I'm going to give them a <laughs> C for... Ha. Huh. Devin Kub- Kubnik. <laughs> um, Because the thing is, while I think they they've been getting some good young forwards. Like I'm actually really high on Ryan Donato, even though he hasn't really been a uh, fanatic, uh, fantastic Ken Fiala. I'm so happy he's playing well because he was a fantasy God on my team a couple years ago <laughs> and Matt Dumba's solid. But the thing is they're not built well and they have two contracts, absolutely anchoring them in Suter and Parise. So I just don't think that they're competitive, but they're not tanking either. Yeah. And it's like, Pick one, you know. So I'm gonna give them. What did I give them? A C or a D? A C for a, a C. Dubnik. I'll give them a C for Dubnik. Yeah. Okay.
2: Two more. Two more. We'll get this going. Just be quick with them.
0: Hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Winnipeg. Thirty-four, twenty-eight, and six. Their best player has probably been Mark Shifley or Connor Hellebuck, most likely. Yeah.
1: Go ahead. Um. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna give them a C. Just because, look, they can obviously still make the playoffs, but for me, the amount of talent they got on paper, the fact that you got that much talent and you are not in a number one position, to me, that's just a little bit of a disappointment. Um,
2: But that's just where I sit. I'm giving him a C for Connor Hellebuck. I think the West is weak, and they should be in a playoff spot. And if they don't make a playoff spot, they are in a playoff spot right now. But if they do not make the playoffs, that's a very big disappointment.
0: I'm going to give him a B for Nathan Beaulieu because I think... Just they do have a lot of talent up front. Connor Hellbug has been out of this out of his mind this year and they have like no blue line. Yeah. They lost they have lost everywhere. Truba, Bufflin, Myers, like their whole right side's gone. And then Neil Pionk has been great. He's been stepping up. And the fact that they were they were in a divisional spot for a while too, like they're really overcoming a lot. And they're still right on the outskirts of a playoff spot. Or they are right now, at least. Yeah. So I'll I'm gonna give them their yeah, they are. So I'm going to give them a B for okay. everything they've been through. And finally, the New York Rangers, who are 35-27-4, their best player has easily been Artemi Panarin. Yeah. What do you give them? I'm going to give them a B because they've impressed me. I did not
1: think they would actually be sitting, you know, just, what is that, th- four points out of a wild
2: card spot? Yep. Um. So to me, I think, uh, yeah, it's a B. I'm going to give them an A for Artemi Panarin. I think this team will win a cup within the next five years. I'm also going to give them an A
0: also for Artemi Panarin because they're, they've are they been really playing well. I think Artemi Panarin might be the best free agent signing we've seen in the past while, just even including John Really Sparras. good pickup. Yeah. Um, and they have great, great young prospects, great young goalie, another great young goalie. They're going to be great. They're gonna be this good. team's going to be really, really good, good in the future. Thanks for listening to another episode of Above the Ice and Into the Numbers. This has been David, Julian, and Christian. Make sure you follow the sport board. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
2: See ya.